This is Pulling from the Stacks podcast.
Pulling from the stacks, DJ Ian Head, special guest in the studio. What up, what up? Gabriel Teodros. Brooklyn. He's here. Not for much longer, but... Yeah. You La- know. Last night. We thought, uh, why not, you know, get him on the podcast. It's classic. It's classic. You know? You know how it goes down. Ian Head is the reason I say classic. And obscure. <laughs> What's going on? I'm chilling, man. I enjoy, I enjoyed the music you played tonight. What 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 inspired that? What inspired that? Um, because I know there's a story behind every, every, every <laughs> behind every set, behind every piece of vinyl. That's, there's a, there's a story. That's true. Um, it's funny because I woke up early this morning. Okay. Went out to this flea market. Uh-huh. To check this um this dealer who actually wasn't there, which okay. was kind of whack. It's like on a Sunday morning, getting up early, going all the way out to check someone who's not there. But yeah, I ended up um finding a few other records, and uh, one of them I don't remember the name of the record. Okay, but it's a trio of uh women vocalists mm. and they do a cover of Maiden Voyage Herbie Hancock awesome and I had that on 12 inch okay. I never seen the album I was okay. like well I love that 12 inch let me get the album yeah the album was pretty cool I just kind of you know mm-hmm. listened to a little of it mm-hmm. and I was like oh this vibe is kind of like chill soulful you know vibe let me play some more similar records to this record on, on the next pull up from the stacks yeah Record the pulling from the stacks with similar kind of vibe. Yeah, I forget to play the record that inspired all. <laughs> but yeah. well, it's all good. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that was the inspiration. That was the inspiration. Yeah, you know. Yeah, how how often do you go record shopping? It has to be every week. Every week. Yeah. Do you feel like you're off? Like if you don't go digging one week? Yeah. 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 And then when you go digging, like, do you always buy something? Are there weeks when you don't find anything? No, there's weeks when I don't find anything. I have to keep it. Yeah. In 2017. Yeah. I can't. I mean, I buy a lot of records, but yeah, I can't start buying. I I have to like hold back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's hard enough to keep up with all the records that yeah I own. You yeah. know, I'm yeah. digging. I just this this podcast actually is pretty much me digging in my own stacks i'm pulling yeah. out of these records i've had for years yeah and some of the cuts i i know very well and some yeah. of the cuts are kind of like explorations like recent explorations like or yeah. re-explorations you know yeah so that's awesome i don't need to i i need to hold back from just buying new new you know more and more and more because yeah you can't then you're just collecting and you're not listening you know what i mean yeah i think that's there's something to be said for that for just like yeah collecting albums and having to spend money on them i i talk in classes all the time and i tell these kids like when i was your age you know i do the old man talk uh-huh. um i used to save my lunch money and not eat just so i could like have enough money to buy it buy an album every week Word. but i think like it makes you value the music in a different way mm-hmm. and I wonder about DJs coming up right now on the, in the mp3 era like do they value records that much if they've never had to pay for them you know what I mean yeah 
Yeah. I think... If they just expect to have all music for free... Free, yeah, yeah. Does that take away from the value of it? You know what I mean? Will they, if, will they just go for that one single by that one artist that they like and never listen to the album? You know what I'm saying? The way you're talking about yeah. going back and listening to yeah. records. But I don't even know if people make albums necessarily... Word. ...in the same way as much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I have to admit to myself that... Mm-hmm. I would save my little money, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and lunch money and shit, yeah, and go down to Second Avenue Records, yeah, and go on the used tape door, yeah, and get my busted cassette, uh-huh. two dollar tapes, because uh-huh. I couldn't afford to buy all the new shit, Where? you know what I mean? Or yeah, I call up various people and get the dub, and they dub something for me. That's and right. So it's like yeah. I used to record stuff off the radio all the time. I record stuff off the radio yeah. all the time. Mixtapes yeah. full of stuff off the radio. Yeah. Um, but all that still took an extra effort than they have now. It it, it did, it did. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. I try to battle back with my old man leanings because... I feel you. You know? Yeah. Like... Yeah. Like, it's true. Like, I see DJs punching buttons instead of, like, you know? And I'm like, ah, oh, come on. Yeah. It's doing it all automatically for you, but yeah, I don't, you know, like it's just a different era. I it's, don't know. It's a different era. I just wonder. Yeah, yeah. It's different. I don't know, but people put music out different, so I don't completely. Yeah, you consume music differently. Yeah. learn about music differently. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You were um. So I got to see the background behind pulling from the stacks because I got right. because I got to hear you like listening to records before you put anything on and you were listening to a sharpshooters record that i never heard yeah man and there was a song by kylea featuring john that i never heard um this is just random for, for my own interest like since john moore rest in peace the big homie peace. just passed away like what and i know you grew up in portland like what if any did like source of labor or john or like that whole era like have did it have an influence so, on you yeah so, um, I definitely kind of crossed paths with John later, like okay. after knowing you, yeah, Khalil, Kindu, like various heads, Noah, yeah. right? Yeah. But my very important experience to me, just overall, and like, yeah, being a fan of hip hop music and going to, and growing up, right? Yeah, yeah. Was the first Pohop, which was the Portland uh-huh. Hip Hop Festival, uh-huh. the very first one in 1995. Wow. Headlined by Source of Labor. Trip. That's crazy. And so, I didn't know who they were. Yeah. I was there for for the entire show because this was like such a monumental kind of port- local hip hop event, right? Yeah. Cool Nuts was hosting. Yeah. It was this classic Portland hip hop cats and non-classic. It was like all yeah. kinds of people doing like one or two songs, okay. right? Until you get to the very top headliners. Yeah. There might have been two nights, but Source of Labor headlined the first one. Okay. And uh, they come on and they wreck it. That's tight. Was Just... Bl- was Blase Blas still in the group? Yes. That's ill. Yeah. Yeah. And... It was just like everyone was hype. Yeah. It was an amazing show. I was like, yeah. "Who are these people?" Yeah, it's funny that like a Seattle group headlined the Portland Hip Hop Festival, but yeah. it was it was all good. It was like all everyone was, you know. Yeah, and um, were there other Seattle cats there? Or was it just like sort of there were in all Portland? There were, but I'm forgetting a couple of the other crews' names. Okay, um, but anyway, so 
after they were headline, show is over. Okay. I'm like, I need these guys' music. How yeah. can I get it? Yeah. So I walk over to John. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yo, you killed it. Like, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. What can I, do you have a CD? Do you have a tape? Yeah. And he's like, all I have is a vinyl. Dope. And I didn't have a record player. Oh, shit. Wow. This is Ian before and, the vinyl. And I was like, I wow. need it. How much? And he's like, five for the 12. Okay. And so, like, five bucks. Uh, no, you don't have it right behind you. Oh, snap. He just pulled out the Source of Labor vinyl. Wow. Classic. Wow. Yeah. That's a crazy yeah. story, bro. Wow. Yeah. I think it's my first I think that's my first hip hop twelve inch. Cause wow. um Yeah, I didn't have a record player. Yeah, yeah. So That's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, rest in peace. Man, I'm glad I asked you that question because I didn't know that story. Yeah. That's a trip. Important moment. Yeah. My first vinyl was um I don't know if I ever told you this story. Uh, my mom had a friend named Shakur who uh, whose husband used to own a reggae record store that like in the 80s and they went out of business and Shakur had all this vinyl in her house and we were over there visiting and she was like yeah take any like any like set of records you want and I wasn't as into reggae at that time but I was uh-huh. digging through and I found like a Poor Righteous Teachers record classic Shaquilla and like maybe a Born Jamaicans record uh-huh. or something and those were my first pieces of vinyl that I ever had that's dope. Yeah. I like your story, though. <laughs> That's tight. Um, before we get back to the music, any shouts? Anything else? Sure. Man, shouts to you. Shouts to Khalil. Shouts to, um, man, Dollar Ben, Neo Sapiens, Noah Prince, uh, Walita. It's all the Everyday Beats crew. I just, you know, I think about all them every time I see you. Classic. That's the family. And uh, and everybody else missing John right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next record is a uh, special shout to Jumbo the Garbage Man. Yeah. I need 
One 